Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. everyone another baseball america playoff podcast jj cooper carlos Calazo, joining you after a a wild and fun and long and <laughs> impressive and most importantly a monday of division series games where we could have had four games that were all clinchers and we came out of monday with three game three different series continuing on so yes. only one including two game fives including two game fives both nl series I, I i would say again lds series are generally ones that are not remembered as the greatest playoff series mm-hmm. of all time but I, I would argue that that both of these national league division series have been excellent so far yeah especially i would say just because of the nature of how close the games have been Definitely. In the Cardinals Braves series, that's been the yeah. I feel I feel like that's the one we focus on the most at this point through these these past couple of podcasts, and I think rightfully so. Like you said, it's been close. We had an extra innings game uh, just the other day. Just yesterday, the Cardinals won five to four in walk off fashion uh, in a game that I mean, really, it was back and forth throughout the entirety of the game, and that's been pretty much what it, what it's been the entire series. So yeah, I, I, I mean, there's watch. been there has really not been. Many moments in that entire series where you say, okay, this one's over. Yeah. Contrast that. We'll, we'll kind of start with maybe the, uh, the, the Yankees twins. Mm-hmm. Contrast that with that one where I think you could fairly say there, there have not been many moments in that series. There were not, now that it's in the past mm-hmm. tense. There were not many moments in that series where the twins were ever in command of a game, much less the series. No. They had... It felt like countless opportunities last <laughs> night. It felt like that there were many an inning where with one or two out, they had a chance to take the lead, and it just never happened for them. Pitchers making good pitches, I would say even on top of that, as much as I do believe the Yankees pitching was better than mm-hmm. the Twins pitching in that series, mm-hmm. two very good lineups, but the Yankees lineup did better than the the Twins lineup did. But more than that, defensively, the Yankees were just vastly superior in that series. Um, You know, we have the Aaron Judge catch, which, hey, Aaron Judge is a very good outfielder, but on top of that, being 6'7", kind of helped him make a catch that if you were five foot nine, five foot ten, it just wouldn't have mattered how athletic Freddie you Freeman are. Freddie Freeman would have loved to have had that height. Exactly. He, you know, the, the ball off of his glove. Yeah. Um, you have them shifting over where Glaber Torres makes a play in what can only be described as medium right field, not short right yeah. field, and pretty close to the line as well. Like yes, and that's that's positioning, but that's also Glaber Torres making the play. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the flip side, you have the Brent Gardner. Uh, you know, oppo chopper 
that Miguel Sano can't get to. And again, he didn't come that close to it. You know, you yeah. had the you had the the ball. I think it was Gregorius down the line. That again, it wasn't. But these were the plays. It just felt like even in the outfield, the Twins just rarely made those plays in this series. The Yankees yeah. made all of them or almost all of them. And the reality of it is, is now they get plenty of time to set up for what looks to be a an incredibly interesting ALCS. Mm -hmm. um, but the other thing that, that was notable about that is, what, what did you think of Severino last? I mean, to me, seeing Severino look like that, he wasn't great. No, but, but he made the pitches when he needed to. I mean, getting out of the gym, I don't remember what inning specifically it was. But the fact that he was able to kind of limit the damage uh, and, and keep the Yankees in it was phenomenal. He only threw four innings, gave up four hits, two walks, with four strikeouts. So it wasn't... It wasn't but it one was of these starting innings that it we've was, seen from guys like Max Scherzer, guys like Mike Soroka. But and, and he can't he do that right now. He, he's been limited pitch-wise. Pitch yeah. I mean, he's coming off of injury. No, I think he did exactly what, what the team wanted him to do. And the, the bullpen is strong enough in New York that I think he did exactly what they needed. Nothing more, nothing less. But I, I do think it was really big for the team. And like you said, they're going to get plenty of rest. Uh, they're they're going to be positioned better than any other team in the playoffs for their next right. series. And it's the only sweep. It, exactly. I mean, you couldn't ask for anything more if you're a Yankees fan. I think, like like we've talked about, it wasn't really close. I don't know if they had a single game that was close. I mean, game three was put out of hand fairly early. I mean, um, that was probably one of the closer games of the series, and the reality of it is, is that the, yeah, the Twins were still fighting from behind, mm -hmm. I mean, basically all night. They Literally all night. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was something where, you know, a, a, a very good season for the Twins. Mm -hmm. You win over a hundred games. You 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 don't. You, you can never. Yeah, be, if you're. A, it's it's really sucks as a Minnesota fan to consistently get into the playoffs and lose to this specific team <laughs> over and over. I think the Twins fans might even hate the Yankees more than the Red Sox fans at this point. That might be stretching it a little, but it's definitely close. Uh, so that is a bummer, but. Like you said, a fantastic regular season. I think there's a lot to look forward to next year, as with all of these teams, but, I'm sure. But but the thing with the Twins is that they come out of this, again, health and not suspend, lack of suspensions would have helped the pitching staff. Mm -hmm. But the other thing that just does stand out is, is where they were a notch below every other AL team mm -hmm. in the LDS is their starting pitching does not compare to yep. these other teams. And that's kind of their to-do list, mm -hmm. I, w I would say, in the offseason. You know, it, I, I think it's obvious to them as well. I mean, it's mm -hmm. a very good lineup. It's going to remain probably a very good lineup next year. Mm -hmm. um, getting Miguel Sano back to being a middle-of-the-order masher, you know, not a uh, basically a lost season like he had the year before is big. The fact that Nelson Cruz simply does not age is big. You know, yeah. but get, again, if they can get healthy, this team won 101 games, and they had a lot of injuries. Mm -hmm. And they had a big suspension in uh, Pineda. But, but you do look at it, I think you'd say, okay, the Yankees are, you know, are set up, and we don't know who they're going to face yet because nope. the Rays in... The Rays absolutely bludgeoned Zach Greinke yesterday. In what I do think may have been the best atmosphere I've ever seen at Tropicana. I mean, that crowd was loud. They mm -hmm. were into it. They, it, it was fun to watch because, mm -hmm. again, that's not a, a normal experience in, you know, for, for the Rays at home. But mm -hmm. that was a, a really good crowd. 
The Rays won it with home run after home run after home run. Yeah, and like they've done several times this playoffs. They had three home runs off Zach Greinke. Uh, let's see. We had, I think, yeah, four total. Okay, so it's just one extra one that wasn't off Greinke. But, yeah, he got hit really hard. What did you think about Greinke's, Greinke's outing? Because, I mean... I mean, he's, he's unlike... The, the thing that the, the Astros have, and, you know, they... Basically, they've said like, okay, it looks like it's Verlander coming back. You know, so mm-hmm. you're gonna, it, you're gonna have to go through Verlander and Cole to to win this series. Yeah. Um, but he, as good as he is, and Zach Greinke, you know, is uh, had an incredible career. Mm-hmm. He's at the stage of his career where he is mortal. Uh, you yeah. know, Garrett Cole stood on the mound. Justin Verlander stood on the mound in this series, and they look like it's like, how are you possibly? Mm-hmm going to score against them, really all you're looking for, and again, Verlander during this year has been prone to the solo home run, pretty much the solo home run, but the solo home run. Yeah. But both of those guys look almost unhittable. Greinke is hittable. He's just really good at what he does. Mm-hmm. He's really good at his craft. Mm-hmm. And the, it did feel like the ball just traveled a little further in that game. You know, it, it, They weren't often titanic shots, titanic shots, but they were, they were home runs, mm-hmm. and you know, the reality of it is, is that that was the one we talked about on the podcast yesterday. No, that was the winnable one for the Rays. The climb seems very tall here because... Yeah. I mean, anytime you have Charlie Morton on the mound, you feel like you have a chance if you're the Rays. Like you said, it's going to be very tough to go through Verlander and then call in two games. We've got game four tonight. Um, Only game we have tonight. We almost... I, I almost... I, want, I don't want to speak for you. I almost wrote the Rays off yesterday when we were talking about these uh, American League series. I, I still don't have very much hope for them. I don't know if you should, but... I, I, I said. I, I said yesterday that it would not have shocked me mm-hmm. for them to win that game against Greinke. I still think that their, yeah. their climb to win this series mm-hmm. is really uphill. I still find it highly unlikely. And... Again, Morton and the bullpen did a really good job yesterday mm-hmm. of, of limiting an extremely good, extremely deep Astros lineup as well. It's hard to do that. They're, they're going to have to do that two more times. And really what it is is get just enough against uh, the starters to get to the pen. Mm-hmm. And that's where, they've, you know, that's where they almost beat Garrett, you know, Garrett Cole. Not by beating Garrett Cole, by finally getting him out of the game because... Mm-hmm. He's probably going to go seven or eight at most, and then okay, can you do something when he leaves the game? Again, it's a very tough assignment. Yes, you know. No they, now we take it to the National League. Let's start yeah. with the nightcap. Let's start Let's with get to the, the fun series. We have two very fun series here. This is exactly really how the Nationals kind of I think drew things up of how they could make do damage in the playoffs, mm-hmm. which is we're going to have a pitching staff that makes it really, really hard. Our starting pitching is going to make yeah. it really hard to beat us. And here they sit. You know, the, the reality of it is is that because of that pitching staff and some timely hitting, but mainly because of those some really good starters, mm-hmm. this is the one that has changed to me. Like, okay, I, yes, they, they, the oh, Rays absolutely. beat the Astros, but... Yeah, I, I, at this point in the Dodgers National Series, it wouldn't shock me at all. Like, regardless of how this one ends, if the Nationals win, I'm not going to be like, oh, wow, like that one came out of left field. Steven like, Strasburg looks. The fact that you have, yeah, the fact that you have Strasburg on the mound in game five, I mean, he's got to be. How long, if you were picking all the pitchers in this, in this postseason, how many pitchers would you have to go before you got to Strasburg? 
I mean, that we've had the good thing about this playoffs is I'll say is we have had a lot of really good starting pitching. I was worried coming into it, it was going to be relievers taking over again, which just inherently is less fun as a fan. I think you want to see these these famous starters taking the ball and shoving in the playoffs. And Scherzer did this in Game 4, and we have a chance to see Strasburg do it again in Game 5. We've actually seen the successful teams kind of flip back. Like, again, mm-hmm. baseball is always a game of adjustments. Yeah. If you think about it, what makes the Astros so good? Mm-hmm. You know, the Astros really are kind of the counter-pitching-wise to the you know, depend on the bullpen. Mm -hmm. The Astros don't want to go to their bullpen. The Astros want to beat you with, okay, Verlander's going to go eight, Cole's going to go eight, Granke's going to go seven, Mm -hmm. and we think that that should be enough to beat you with a great lineup. The, you know, this Nationals team, uh, Scherzer's a little bit more of the exception this in Strasburg, Mm -hmm. but I think come Wednesday, you know, how many innings do you think that the Nationals want to get out of Strasburg? I think, I'll also ask the question, do you think that there's a chance that Scherzer, you know, comes back, you know, it, I mean, which would be crazy. I mean, he threw 109 pitches in seven innings, and I think he's already came in relief at some point. So that might be a little rich, but there is a day, like, anything's possible. It wouldn't shock me. He probably would ask for the ball at that point, but seven innings, that reminds me. That, that reminds me, I'm sorry, i got to interject, no, go but that it. reminds me of the, uh, you know, it, it, I'll never forget, it's one of John Manuel's favorite stories of I all time. I know this one's going. You know, the Houston Street, he, yeah. he basically pitches, he's a one to two to three inning reliever who goes pretty much a game against Cuba coming out of the pen. Mm-hmm. One of the most heroic uh, USA baseball performances of all time when he was at Texas. And so that happens. Uh, again, nowadays it would never happen. I mean, to, just to say, like, it would yeah. never be allowed to happen. Like, you cannot throw that many innings out of the pen, but, you know, not stretched out like that and all that. And then, like, the next day, you know, basically he's angling to get back in the game. Like, mm-hmm. I can give you an inning, you know, and it's like, yeah. no. <laughs> you don't need to. But Max Scherzer in this series is like, I can give you an inning. No, but he just looks fantastic. I mean, it, it's nice to see him pitching like this after struggling a little bit. Uh, throughout the end of the season dealing with a few injuries. But what really was maybe the highlight of this game for me was seeing Ryan Zimmerman hit that big home run. I mean, if there's anyone that kind of represents the Nationals, it's got to be Ryan Zimmerman. He's one of the most uh, adored players in that franchise. He led this game in in, uh, win probability added because of that big home run. Went uh, two for four with the homer, three RBIs. Uh, and normally when we're looking at the Nationals, I'm looking for Juan Soto and Anthony Rendon to kind of get things done for them. This one, it was Trey Turner, it was Ryan Zimmerman, it was Howie Kendrick. So that was cool to see. Uh, I think maybe maybe the most defining kind of moment for Ryan Zimmerman's career, and that's a really long one, obviously. What it's did you think I mean, about it's that? a 15-year Nationals career, so that's, you know, that's, that, that is pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, mean, I think especially... I mean, really, part of that comes down to what happens now. Mm-hmm. Because as great as that moment was, if Walker Bueller goes out there and, which, by the way, we're talking about Strasburg, but, okay, if you said, you, you asked the question, I never got around to answering it, mm-hmm. like the pitchers in this, in these, in this postseason, yep. Verlander, Cole are 1-1A one one to mm-hmm. me. They've been the best pitchers in the AL all year. Yeah. They're absolutely dominant. They've done that in the playoffs. They're 1-1A. One, one one I would probably say, you know, where they are at this moment, I kind of would describe it as Bueller and Strasburg as two and two way. Like, 
Take your pick fair. of which way you want to go there. Bueller, uh, you know what? Uh, opposing batters have hit just .056 against him. That's the batting average. Eight strikeouts in six innings. So, I mean, yeah, do, do, again, this is a this is a ace versus ace matchup mm-hmm. with a season on the line. And, you know, I, I don't think you can ask for much more than that. And the thing about it is, is, is that, okay, we do not get that in the Cardinals-Braves series, but in some ways we do. Mm-hmm. Jack Flaherty undoubtedly, you know, has turned himself into the Cardinals' ace. Mm-hmm. Again, very good pitching staff. And, you know, that, that, this has also been a series where the starting pitching has been generally excellent mm-hmm. and the relief pitching has been generally abysmally awful. Yep. Um, but Flaherty, but Mike fulton has... Not had that as a season, mm-hmm. but he did show flashes of it down the stretch, and he was exceptional in his first start of the yeah. series. I mean, Fultonevich is one of six pitchers, along with Bueller, who we mentioned, who hasn't, one of six starters, I should say, in the playoffs, who hasn't allowed a run. So you've got to be His happy first with start that. was excellent. It was fantastic. It was seven strikeouts over seven innings. I think he gave up just three hits, and again, no walks, no runs. So both of these pitching matchups are going to be fantastic. The, the um, concern both these teams face is. Okay, neither of these teams can feel comfortable with their bullpen right now. I mean, no. simply neither of them. And again, last night, admittedly, it was the, the, that was the best outing that the Cardinals bullpen has had. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, it was, it was Shane Green and then, you know, at the end there, tail end there, Julio Teron, uh, who, who kind of blew it for the Braves. But mm-hmm. this is... They're, everyone gets a day to basically reset, which is probably important for both these teams for one thing because, as, again, Martinez, Carlos Martinez was a little bit better last night, but at the same time... You still have to be very worried about running him out there. You, you do, mean, but he also has been running out there a lot in this series, yeah. so getting a day off is important for him. Yeah. The, the Braves did not use Mark Melanson, who's been used a lot in this series also. So the fact that they haven't had Melanson, Melanson didn't go last night, and Max Fried also didn't pitch, both of them having a couple days off to get back. I feel like maybe you feel a little bit better about having those guys coming in uh, with some pretty good rest. The one other question I have is who's going who's gonna to be doing the hitting for these teams? Because on the Braves side... Ronald Acuna has been fantastic this Except, series. Outstanding. On the Cardinals side, Paul Goldschmidt and Marcelo Zuna have been fantastic. All three of these hitters have an OPS over 1,500 in the playoffs at this point. That's the best of all the playoff batters, those three guys right there. Uh, and the Braves have pretty much a gaping hole in the middle of their lineup. Freddie Freeman has been really bad. Josh Donaldson has been pretty bad. Nick Marcakis has not been great. So kind of... Adam Duvall has been exceptional. Adam Duvall has been great, and he can't even get a start. So I wonder what the lineup is going to look like on Atlanta's side. And then the Cardinals side, can Goldschmidt and Ozuna continue to kind of carry this offense? Because I think throughout the playoffs, we've seen the teams have struggled, and these two teams in particular last night really struggled with runners in scoring position. Oh, uh, the Braves had multiple occasions. I think they were 0 for 9. They they loaded the bases in back-to-back innings where one big hit pretty much blows the game open and yeah. instead they're they're having to play on Wednesday night. Yeah, so to just seeing who's going to come through offensively in the series obviously is going to it's going to be it's going to be telling whoever's going to win. Um Dansby Swanson has had a good job has done a good job offensively, excuse me. Uh and that's been pretty cool to see as he's not someone who's typically relied on to do a lot of heavy lifting in this lineup, but no, I think we're set up for some really exciting game 5s and then we still have 
So game four is tonight. Yep. What do you think happens tonight, game four, of Astros Rays? What's our uh, what's our pitching matchup? So you are looking at Verlander versus I, Castillo. I going with an opener for the Rays? I think that's. What I we think have it is. I right think it's now. Johnny Bullpen today. Okay. Well, you think that makes it? A, <laughs> <laughs> think that makes it a little. If it wasn't, I mean, once you said Verlander, I feel like we could probably just go ahead and. And take him in the Astros again. I'm hey, just going if with the any team, if any team is comfortable using an opener in a situation like this, it is that is the, uh, it is the Rays. I will that take, said, I will take Justin Verlander and the Houston Astros. Uh, uh, let's make this again. Simple. This is this is what I've been saying. Is is like I, them getting a win was nice, but I would put it at seventy thirty tonight, which is about. I mean, that's that's about as big as you about can as go. As rich as you can get in a yeah. baseball game. Yeah, I'm I'm agreeing with you. I think that's. Perfectly fair. We'll, we'll predict the uh, the Cardinals, Braves, and the uh, Dodgers Nationals tomorrow. Those will be a little tougher. Actually, I guess I'll have to predict those because yeah, uh, I will be headed down. You're, you're to watch headed some to high Jupiter. Baseball action, yeah. You're headed to Jupiter for one of the uh, big showcase events, the final big showcase event of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it, it may be the, uh, the the JJ monologue tomorrow where y'all can hear my blinker in the uh, car. <laughs> Maybe you I can uh, ring Kyle in here to talk baseball with you. He might be down. I, he might, but I was going to say it is also, you know, it, it's, it is early on the West Coast is, when we do these things. That is things. fair. So we uh, do thank you for the uh, download, and we will be back again tomorrow. As a reminder, as always, subscribe to the Baseball America podcast on whatever your uh, podcast app of choice is. But also, we'd love if you would subscribe to Baseball America, the magazine or the website, store.baseballamerica.com. You can do that, and we do appreciate it. For Carlos Palazzo, I'm JJ Cooper. So long, everybody. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.